0: Hello Darren Alf here from bicycletouringpro.com. I am out in the middle of the wilderness right now in the middle of a bicycle tour in a landscape that reminds me a lot of my bicycle touring adventures in South Africa. So today I want to tell three stories about encounters that I've had with the police in southern Africa. So my first story comes from my bike tour across South Africa, the the country of South Africa. Now I spent three months riding my bike by myself across South Africa and honestly South Africa is one of my favorite places in the world that I've gone cycling. The landscapes are just so diverse. There are beaches and forests and deserts and the safari sort of landscapes that you've probably seen on TV. So there's there's just so much varying landscape. The people are incredibly interesting. The country is very colorful, it feels a little unsafe, while safe at the same time sometimes. So South Africa is just one of my favorite places in the world. That being said, I've had some encounters in the country that were not so much fun. And so my first story comes from my first bike tour across South Africa. I was there for three months, and this story was about a month and a half into the trip. So I'm about halfway across the country riding from west to east. And on this particular day, I'm riding on the left hand side of the road because in South Africa you cycle and drive on the left hand side. So I'm, I'm riding down the left hand side of the road when all of a sudden a police car comes up behind me and pulls me over. Now, I'd been in South Africa for a month and a half and I would not had any problems until this particular day. So I'm like, what did I do that would cause this police officer to pull me over? And I'm pretty scared because when you get pulled over by the police, it's scary. No matter where you are in the world, but it's even scarier when you're in a foreign country and when you're in Africa of all places. So I get pulled over and I stop my bike and I'm looking back and looking around as try, you know, maybe the cop is gonna try to get some money out of me or something, I don't know. And it's a young guy, he gets out of his car, he's probably like 35, he's black and pretty skinny, and he comes up and he's got the biggest smile on his face, and He just wants to know what I'm doing in South Africa. He's just curious. He's driving past. He sees me. And he wants to know what the heck I'm doing out in the middle of South Africa. Because he never sees anybody, practically, riding their bike across the country. So I talk to this guy and I'm very friendly with him and smiling. and, And I, you know, I realize very quickly that I'm in no danger. So... That was the encounter, and then eventually he gets in his car and continues on his way. The next day, I'm cycling and I'm biking down the exact same road, it was like a small highway, and. Again, I get pulled over and this cop car, he's right on top of me, like two feet behind my bike when he turns on the lights and pulls me over, so it scares the heck out of me. And these two police officers pull out. At first, I thought it was like maybe the same guy from the day before because I'm only 50 miles down the road, you know? So I get pulled over again. There's two police officers in the car, a woman and a man, a man and a woman. And again, they're probably, I don't know, early 40s, late 30s, something like that and the woman looks very unsure, like she is very much looking to the man to follow his lead. So again, I'm like, what the heck is going on? And again, the guy was just curious about what the heck I was doing in South Africa on my bicycle and where I was going and where I was sleeping at night and things like that. So again, I like, i go from being totally freaked out because i'm scared i'm getting pulled over by the police in africa and i don't know what's going to happen to very quickly realizing okay they they just want to know what's going on you know so again i uh they leave and i continue on my way then the very next day i get pulled over again and this time the cop, I see the guy, uh, he's got the lights on from way far back, like a mile down the road, practically. And, and then he comes and pulls up, pulls up next to me and I stop. And this time I'm thinking, well, maybe it's the same people and they just saw me, you know, the same officers and they saw me again and they wanna say hi. But at the same time, I'm like, also really, really pissed off. I'm not as scared at this moment because this is the third day in a row that this has happened. I'm just pissed because these police officers don't realize how frightening it is for me to get pulled over by the police in the middle of South Africa by myself. So I'm thinking it's one of the same people, but it's not. It's a totally different police officer, a young guy once again, he's probably 35 again, and. Uh, he's black and he's got scars all over his face. Um, purposeful scarification. So you know, people in South Africa and and probably all across Africa, they cut themselves purposely on their faces, and they create these really thick, two-inch-long scars. Uh, you know, well, they're not always two inches long, but this guy had two inch long scars just going down his face, kind of in like an arrow pattern, all the way down his face and neck. So, uh, he comes over to me, and, and again, he's just asking what I'm doing, where I'm going, you know, he's very excited to see me, and I tell this guy, because I'm pissed off at this point, that, dude, you shouldn't just pull me over for fun, like, I appreciate your curiosity or whatever, but you're scaring the hell out of me and this is this is the third day in a row that this has happened. And if, if I have to continue biking across the country and I'm pulled over every single day or even multiple times a day, this is not going to be good for my overall health. So uh, he just kind of laughs like he thinks I'm joking or something and doesn't understand that he could be scary, <laughs> you know? But anyways. That was the third day in a row that I got pulled over by the police and it was the last day of my bike tour in South Africa that I was stopped by the police as well. Okay, so my second story from Southern Africa actually happened in the tiny, tiny country of Lesotho, which is this really weird country that is sandwiched between the middle of South Africa. It's totally surrounded by the country of South Africa. So I had biked across South Africa in my first story and then I crossed into Lesotho and anytime you cross into a new country is a little frightening because you don't know what to expect, especially in Africa. So it's my first day in Lesotho. It's incredibly hot out. I am like running out of water and I get to my first little village and there's no water, no nothing, you know. So I'm in danger of running out of water, first of all. As I continue cycling, I start to meet some people and at first these people are kind of friendly and I think, oh wow, I'm really gonna like Lesotho. But as the day goes on, more and more people start coming up to me and and asking about my trip and asking for money and asking for food and asking for things on my bicycle. And after about the hundredth person approached me in Lesotho on the very first day, I very quickly turned from like, I like Lesotho to, I freaking hate Lesotho and I want to get out of here. So I continue cycling. I get to a tiny, tiny, not even, a village is not even the word. It was like 10 houses. And there's this little shack with a woman inside selling stuff. And she's literally got four bottles of Coca-Cola on the shelves, that's it. And I need water. And I say, do you have any water? Is there water around here? No water. So I end up buying one of these giant, coca-cola liter bottles to drink on my bike because i need something you know and i should preface this by saying i don't drink soda on a normal basis like i may drink like a little half cup of soda on the airplane or something like that like a couple times a year but other than that i don't drink soda so to go from only drinking water never drinking soda basically to now drinking a two liter thing of coca-cola on my bike in order to survive in the heat of Africa. I'm biking along and I and I start shaking. My arms are shaking, my legs are shaking. I'm feeling like my anxiety is just like out of control and I very quickly realized this is because of like the the coke that I have consumed. I've drank this whole two liters and it's a 100 degrees out and these people are coming up to me and asking for money and I'm just getting so annoyed and I just want to be done, you know? So I bike into the capital city of Lesotho and I'm looking for a hotel because I'm freaking exhausted. I'm pissed with all the people coming up to me and asking for money and I'm just looking around and the people are incredible. Like they're just so colorful and there's just so many weird, wacky people running around. There was a, a guy dressed in trash bags, like totally what we would consider trash bags, plastic bags from your grocery store or whatever it is, pulled out of the trash and he's wearing these as clothes. He's just like tied them around him and he's totally covered in like 30, 40 different trash bags. And those are his clothes. There was another guy I saw who was totally naked except for the fact that he was like wearing a rug that he probably pulled out of a dumpster, like a dirty old rug and he had wrapped it around his body, and he was walking around the streets of Lesotho just wearing this rug. So these are the sorts of people that you're seeing on the streets. And they're coming up to me and they're asking about, you know, my bike and my, how much money I have and shady things. And so I finally find this hotel, and I go inside and I say, how much is the room? And the guy tells me like, it's like 40 bucks or whatever. And I don't want to spend that much, but I'm friggin' tired and I just wanna get away from people and get inside and rest and get some food and get some water, et cetera. So I hand over the 40 bucks in what was like eight bills. And the guy, behind the counter I see him like pocket one and put it down behind the counter and then he comes back to me and he says like sir there's only seven here I need one more and I'm like no man I just I literally just saw you put one under the counter one of the bills under the counter and he's like I don't know what you're talking about and I was like and so I try to jump over the counter to grab the bill because I know it's down there I just saw him put it there but he like pushes me back and we almost get into the scuffle and so I just like I don't want to I don't want to cause a scene or anything. So I just say, look, I know you took the bill, but I'm going to give you another one just so I can go to my room and take a shower. And so he takes the bill and then he has a friend come in and he says, this guy is going to show you to your room. Like this is some sort of five-star accommodation when it was like a one-star accommodation. It was a shithole. So his friend comes to show me to his the room, and I don't even want this guy to show me the room. I just want them to give me the key for me to go up there. You know, I feel unsafe already. This guy's stolen from me. So this friend, who's, like, just dressed in street clothes, takes me to my room, and I bring my bike and everything into the room with me because I'm scared of safety stuff. And this the guy says, like, uh, Sir, you know, like, can you give me some money as a tip he basically says it like can you give me money for showing you the room and I was like no man I'm not giving you any money and he like starts to cry like like this and I said ask your friend at the counter you know at the counter for that hundred dollars he stole from me because you you two can split that money that's your tip you know and I'm just really rude to this guy because This whole hotel is just shady as can be. So I go into my room, I lock the bike to like a radiator pipe that's sticking out of the wall. I I take a shower, I secure my belongings in the room as best I can because I feel like I'm going to get robbed probably as soon as I leave. But I have to go get food, I have to get water. So I leave the hotel and the guy at the desk wants me to give him the key to the room to keep up there. Um, And I'm like no you know what i mean not after you just stole from me and after your friend begged for money for showing me to the room which was 10 feet from the reception desk so i'm like hell no so i just take the key and walk out and i basically give this guy the bird and so i walk onto the streets of which are freaking crazy and um i'm walking around trying to find a place to eat trying to find a place to get some food. And I also, I'm just in a really bad mood. There's no internet at the hotel. So I'm trying to find a place to, to get internet so I can call home and just vent to my mom or my dad about this crazy day that I've had. So I finally, I spot a KFC, which is very popular in South Africa and Lesotho, this you know, franchise restaurant, KFC. So, and they have a sign that says that they have Wi-Fi. So I go into this KFC and I'm carrying my backpack that has a laptop in it because I didn't want to leave it in the room. So I've got my laptop and I go into KFC and I order some french fries and a drink just so that I can sit there inside of KFC and use their wi-fi. So I get my food, I sit down, I, and I immediately open my laptop so that I can turn on Skype and start to make a call. And before I even have the chance to connect, this police officer comes up to me, he comes in from outside the building, and he comes up to me and he doesn't speak English and he's just shaking his finger at me saying, you know, laptop. No, you can't use the laptop. Um, at first, I thought he was saying you can't use the laptop here, and I and I point to the sign on the window that says free Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, and I have my food and I have my receipt and I have my computer, you know? And he just says, no, like you have to go. And he's he doesn't say a word to me, just he signals like you, get out of here. I'm pissed off already. I've had the worst day imaginable. I'm still like shaken from the soda high that I was on. And you know, I'm upset to go back to the hotel and everything, but that was my dinner it was like French fries. I think I had like a lemonade or something. And then I get kicked out of KFC by this police officer for using the computer. Maybe he was trying to tell me that it wasn't safe to have my computer out inside of this restaurant, you know? But I felt safe enough to do it. But still, like, I I felt like he should have left it up to me. If I want to get robbed, you know, of my computer in this KFC, that's up to me, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was just the the worst way to end the worst possible day was getting kicked out of a KFC by a police officer. Okay, so that was a long story. Last one's a little bit shorter. This was at the very end of my bike tour in South Africa. I had biked all the way across South Africa, Lesotho, Swaziland. I had crossed back into South Africa, And then I was taking a bus from wherever the heck I happened to be, somewhere near Kruger National Park back to Johannesburg, which is the capital of South Africa, in order to be there in time for my flight uh, back to Europe. And so I took this bus from some town to Johannesburg, and it was like a six-hour bus ride or something like that. And before I got on the bus, I say I have a bicycle and I want to go to Johannesburg. How much is the ticket? And the woman at the ticket office says, like, it's 62 dollars or whatever it was i don't remember but i think it was like 60 dollars and i say okay and i pay the 60 dollars and i get on the bus and i ride for six hours all the way to johannesburg which i've a city i've never been to before and we arrive after dark so it's like 10 o'clock at night or something it's pitch black and it's scary pulling into a big city in Africa, by yourself, in a place that you are not familiar with, at night time, you know? And so I get off the bus, and as soon as I get off the bus, this woman from the ticket office signals me into the office, and she says, Sir, you know, you come here. And so she calls me into the ticket office, and she says, You owe us $62, I think she wanted, or something like that, $62. And I said, no, no, I've already, I have already I paid at the beginning. And she says, no, no, this is for your bicycle. $62 for your bicycle. And I said, no, I already paid for my bicycle at the beginning. The woman said it was $60 for my bike and me to come here to Johannesburg. And she says, no, that was just for you. You must pay extra for your bicycle. And I said, no, I, I'm not gonna pay extra. You should have told me that at the beginning. You know what I mean? And so we get into this little argument and I'm not just talking to her, there's like three people around her that are just listening to the conversation and and pretty much everyone in the bus stop is now looking at me because and there was like a waiting room full of people, 30 people or something like that, just waiting for their bus. And, and I'm arguing with this woman. I'm saying, ma'am, I'm not gonna pay you extra. Like, you're just trying to rip me off. And she says, no, sir, we, we need the money because uh, we need to make a profit. And I said, well, that's not my problem. You should have charged me more when I, before I got on the bus. You don't charge me after I get off. And, and so we're fighting. And finally, I just say, ma'am, I'm not paying the 60 bucks. I grab my bike and I walk out past the 30 people in the place and I just walk out of the bus station. Now, this is a very risky move, obviously. (laughs) Now, I could either get away with this and she gives up on me and she just lets me go, or she's gonna run after me, or she's gonna call the police on me, or something really, really bad is about to happen. So, I just walk out of the bus stop, I walk out of the bus station, I go around the corner outside of the bus station, there's all these vendors, street vendors, selling food and stuff outside the bus stop, as you oftentimes see in Africa and South America and places like that. And it's dark, it's, you know, pitch black outside, I have no idea where I'm going, so I'm just like walking down into this pitch black darkness, when all of a sudden, I get tapped on the shoulder, basically. I turn around and there's a police officer behind me. And it's a young guy, but he's pretty big. And, and he grabs me and, and holds on to my bicycle. And I don't think he speaks English, but he, he basically says like, you know, you gotta come back. So, you know, I don't fight him at all. I just say, okay, I'll come back with you, you know? And I had probably only gotten about 20 feet out of the bus station, so I hadn't gotten far. So this police officer grabs me and I go back into the station, I go back to the woman, and now all 30 people in this room, plus all the people behind the counter are alerted to the situation going on, plus I've got the police now looking over my shoulder. And I say to them, look, like I paid the money up front. It's your problem that you didn't charge me enough. You should have told me what the actual price was at the beginning. You can't tell me the price at the end." And she just, she pulls out some piece of paper that says like, bicycles are $62. And I said, yeah, I paid $60 when I got on the bus. And she's like, no, this is $62 just for the bicycle. And and you know, we just go back and forth for a very long time. And then finally I just say, ma'am, I will pay you, I'm not going to pay you $62, and I, I think I gave her 40 bucks so that the whole ride was $100, right? I just did not want to give her the whole amount, so that I felt like it was somewhat of a win in my favor, you know? So I give her 40 bucks. I basically say, screw all of you, and I walk out of that place, and again, as I walk out, I'm kind of afraid people are going to come after me or something, but no, I walked into the streets of Johannesburg. I disappeared into the night, I was able to find a hotel, and I flew back to Europe the very next day. So those are my three stories about my encounters with the police during my bicycle touring adventures in southern Africa. If you enjoyed this video, please do me a quick favor and hit the like button, I'd really appreciate that. If you are new to the channel, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell button so you are notified each and every time I publish a new video. And if you want to learn how to conduct your own bicycle touring adventures, make sure you visit my website at bicycletouringpro.com and pick up a copy of my best-selling book, The Bicycle Touring Blueprint. Once again, I am Darren Alf from bicycletouringpro.com. Thank you so much for watching, and I hope to see you out on the road sometime soon. Bye-bye.